No, I'm not for sale. You are locked on Colts, your daily Indianapolis Colts podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Colts, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Matt Danley. And tonight, we are going to go through some of my top free agents at each position of need for the Indianapolis Colts. If you guys haven't read my piece on uh, fanragsports.com, go check that out. It'll be kind of similar, but I'm just kind of going to go through uh, these guys uh, in my own words here and uh, explain to you kind of my thought process on these uh, a little bit more in depth. Uh, so first, let's look at outside linebacker. When we talked to Ollie Connolly uh, earlier last week, you know, he kind of said there were so many old guys that are on this list that, you know, it's kind of, it is kind of fruitless, you know, to, to try to target some of these guys. But what I did do overall is try to target guys in 26, 27 uh, age range, and younger and not go after any of these old guys. I'm not going to do these in any specific order, but I'm going to kind of go through some of the guys that are at the top of the list for me. So uh, Nick Perry out of Green Bay, uh, 11 sacks, 52 tackles, 16 QB hits, uh, and he's 26 years old. This guy is something else. I mean, for his age, to be getting to the quarterback that often, you know, in, in in that defense as well, He's a guy who could be young enough, decent enough, and he's good against the run too. So this is this is not a one-way player, and quite honestly, none of these guys are. You know, trying to figure out what he's going to get paid because he's getting paid five million a year currently right now. So we kind of have to think about that too. We've got you know what seven picks and possibly eight, depending on if we get an extra uh, compensatory pick in the draft. So we've kind of got to figure that out. We've got what close to sixty million to spend. Okay, they have to leave. I I presume that they have to leave around twenty five million to sign in house guys and uh, also get tertiary uh, uh, signings as well as signing the draft picks. So that's kind of where I'm at at a min- at a maximum of about uh, thirty five million is all we can really spend. So Nick Perry is a possibility, no doubt about it. What is he going to be looking to get paid next year? I don't know. I'm not really good at projecting that kind of stuff. So I'm going to say with the year he had this year, with his age, I'm going to say somewhere between seven and nine, okay? That might be a little high, maybe as low as six. It's kind of hard to tell. But like I said, young guy, very productive, and he, and he's good on bo- uh, you know in both aspects. He can cover, he can rush the passer, and he can uh, play well against the run. So Nick Perry's one of those guys that I had that I think – now, I still think the Colts need to bring back Eric Walden. They just don't have anybody right now. He's 31 years old. He's not a pass rusher, regardless of his 11 sacks on the season. Those are uh, inflated, you know, because of kind of the coverage sacks, him running down the line of scrimmage when the uh, running back or the uh, quarterback is stepping up into the pocket. Either way, it's a productive season for him. So you got to consider him as well. 42 tackles, not a terrible year. You got to get somebody back in in house. Regardless, you know, at, at this point, they really don't have much else on the on the roster. Uh, Chandler Jones, this guy's going to be uh, extremely expensive, in my opinion. Uh, Eleven sacks, forty nine tackles on the season, nineteen quarterback hits. 
he's looking at somewhere of a market value between 15 and 17 million, in my opinion, depending upon how you really, uh, you know, he's going to get overpaid and his market value is saying that he's somewhere around there. So where do we go from there? That's expensive. The Colts really, I don't think can afford that. So, um, as far as I'm concerned, Chandler Jones is off the board. 26 would be a hell of a, uh, a grab, but I don't think he's coming. Melvin Ingram, this guy's a bit of a different story. 27 out of San Diego, eight sacks on the year, 19 QB hits, also 60 tackles, six forced fumbles on the season. So the guy is active, you know, very handsy and stuff. He also is an expensive guy, but he's in the market value between, I would say, somewhere between 12 and uh, maybe 14 million at the most. Really productive guy again, good pass rusher, regardless of how many sacks he had on the season. Um, Ingram played in all 16 games this year. He, he's a guy that I want. He, every time I watch him, I think that he's playing just crazy balls out football. That's what I want. I want a guy that can play in all aspects. And I'd like Nick Perry the same, but Ingram brings a little bit extra as far as I'm concerned in the pure pass rusher uh, realm of that sort. So that's a guy that I'm looking at as well. Now, Jamie Collins, another guy, 26 years old, three sacks on the season, six QB hits, played 15 games. That he is not necessarily a pure pass rusher. So he's a little harder to figure out in, in all of this. Also, he's he's in that similar range to uh, Melvin Ingram. He's an expensive guy. So uh, it's going to be kind of difficult to to see where these guys are at. You know, uh, they're just going to be all expensive. They're all going to uh, bring different po- or positives and negatives to the team. And, you know, this is a, a, guy, a group of guys that we really could, could use. Now, uh, let's move over into inside linebacker a little bit. At inside linebacker, one of the biggest names on this board is Zach Brown from Buffalo. Almost 150 tackles, four sacks, seven QB hits, two forced fumbles, and a pick. Like I said, 27 years old. And this guy's a monster. If you've watched Buffalo at all, granted, they have a solid front seven, so it's easier to work with a group like that. But man, think about his age, how productive he is, and how we could just get rid of DeQuell Jackson in the process. I mean, DeQuell is aging 33. I think he's going to be 34 next year. Uh, saves somewhere around six million off the cap, off the cap if we can get rid of him. Bring in a guy like Zach Brown, and that basically pays for him. I mean, that seems like a win-win to me. I think they need to go balls out for Zach Brown. Just my opinion. That's the guy I want more, I think, than anybody. Another guy that I look on here is Gerald Hodges, 25 years old, out of San Francisco. You know, you didn't hear a lot about him because San Francisco's defense overall was pretty terrible. But Hodges was one of the top-rated guys on Pro Football Focus's uh, grading level, and the guy was extremely productive throughout the season was much better of a tackler than he was a cover guy, you know, um, but there's other guys that can do that too. Hodges could cover. He just wasn't one of the top guys. He was one of the top five, I, five, five or six against the run, I believe, uh, throughout the league. But another guy, Kevin Minner from Arizona, 26 years old, he had four sacks and seven QB hits, 82 tackles on the season. He's more of a run stopper. Also productive from that inside linebacker spot, um, was a solid tackler, not a guy that is going to, you know, bust the middle every single time and kill the gaps. 
but a guy who can do that and he can cover and he can cover pretty well he was actually one of the better rated uh cover guys at, at the position as well so he's a guy that I would like to keep my eye on Sean Spence another guy not quite to the other three uh not to the the extent of those guys but uh, he's 26 54 tackles, three sacks, five QB hits, two forced fumbles. Again, these guys are all young, all productive, uh, guys that could really kind of bounce around in a scheme that uh, allows them to move in and out and uh, shift with a three- or four-man front and just all upgrades as far as I'm concerned. And, you know, for the most part, a few of these guys are not going to be that expensive. So uh, all these guys – pretty much guys to keep your eyes on um you know I I think that if Lawrence Timmons was a couple years younger I would love for them to go all out for him but he's going to be a expensive and b he's going to be 31 next year so not quite uh where I want him another guy to keep your eye on maybe Nick Ballore another guy from that inside linebacker position at San Fran 83 tackles not a huge name again not uh, quite as good as Hodges in my opinion, but a guy who would still be an upgrade as the number two in that position from one anything that we've got uh, at this time. So moving on into the secondary. One of the guys that sticks out to everybody, the biggest free agent name right now from L.A. is Tremaine Johnson. He is going to be a boatload of cash. Take him off your list. He's solid. In fact, he's good. I'm not going to say he's solid. Real good cover corner. More than willing to come up and play uh, against the run. Only one interception, though. One of those guys is more of a um, you know deflection type guy, defending the pass as opposed to intercepting it. Uh, his ball skills, you know, kind of iffy, but really, really, really good in the sticky man type uh, type role. Another couple guys that I got my eyes on: Marcus Cooper out of Arizona, twenty six years old, sixty nine tackles, four picks this year. A lot of these guys you probably haven't heard much about, like I said. There's a couple of these guys that are obviously headlining these things, but keep your eye on Mars Cooper. Still would be an upgrade as far as I'm concerned at the sec- in the secondary. Would allow them to kind of let him take over the nickel roll or be able to shove Robinson into the nickel roll and allow him to be that cornerback too. Um, and always keep in mind, guys, Vontae's getting older. Okay, He's pushing 30. He's injured constantly. They need to get a guy who's young, who could easily take over that number one slot uh, when necessary they can't continue to rely on guys that they've signed in season and so on and so forth uh, Logan Ryan I would say he would probably be uh, the 1A for me uh, or the 1B I'm sorry uh, he is one of the best tacklers at the position in the league period uh, 92 tackles on the season one sack three QB hits two picks forced fumble uh, out of New England, one of those guys. I don't see Logan Ryan leaving New England. I just don't. But if he does, the Colts need to scoop him up. Very good in man. Uh, he can also play zone effectively. Very good in uh, being able to read and react, especially along the boundary. He's a very good guy. He, he kind of takes the the uh, space away from the receiver if they're trying to use the boundary. Uh, you know, a lot of time you'll see receivers when they're running up the rail, they'll be just inside the numbers to give their quarterback room to throw between there and the sideline. And Logan is a guy who is very good about squeezing that and 
forcing those guys closer to the boundary on their routes. That's important, believe it or not. And you may not see him defend a pass or intercept a pass in that situation, but he's giving that receiver very little room to work with. And if they do go up high to get the ball, he can push them out of bounds. It's an incomplete pass. Logan Ryan, my 1B. A.J. Boye, 1A, right here. This guy has had a fantastic season. The only thing that worries me about Boye is the fact that he is just really coming out this year. He's played you know, some games previous to this year, obviously, and has played pretty stinking well. But he's just, uh, you know, you just kind of get worried about that guy that just all of a sudden peaks hardcore. But maybe he's just peaking because he's gotten more playing time this year. I don't really know uh, how to uh, quantify that. But A.J. Boye, fantastic cover corner. Again, plays solid in zone, backs, uh, backs up well, can play off man, does a good job all the way around. He would be a premier grab for the Colts and free agency. Now, one of those guys that I've kind of, I'm kind of back and forth on is Stefan Gilmore. You guys heard me talk about a couple of these guys uh, the other night to Jonah Tolls. Gilmore, first of all, I think he's going to be too expensive. Second of all, I just don't like the fact that he gives so much up underneath and gives up so many uh, free free balls. He does uh, gamble a little bit more than a lot of these corners, which is something that I don't think the Colts really need at this point. I just want a guy who's going to be there. You know, if you get beat and you make the tackle, so be it. But getting beat bad and giving up a touchdown is unforgivable, in my opinion, especially in today's NFL when anything could be the difference in the game. So I'm not high on Stephon Gilmore, although if they could somehow work him into uh, – calming down a little bit I think that he could be a possible alternative as well so now we'll look into the safeties we'll keep just uh, riding back and then we'll get to the D line here in a moment Uh, Bradley McDougald out of Tampa Bay 26 years old uh, good tackler a lot of his tackles uh, I kind of feel for him because that front seven you know was pretty leaky at times uh, this year and Bradley McDougald would be a very good pickup Okay, he's not going to break the bank. He's not a guy who is going to probably have an all pro season, but he's very active, uh, very active, can play in that nickel role if need be. Um, I don't think that they'll use him. They would use him there that much, but he could play that. He's very quick uh, and he can lay the wood. So that's always a positive. Obviously, Eric Berry, 28 years old, uh, with 72 tackle or 77 tackles and four interceptions this year. He's the big boy on the board. I don't see Kansas City ever letting him go. He's going to retire a chief as far as I'm concerned. So I kind of uh, displaced him in my head. I don't think too much about him. Uh, I don't worry that he's there or that he isn't. But he's a guy that I just don't see uh, being around when it comes down to it. So I kind of have pushed him out of my head. But if for some reason he walks and tests free agency, then – I think the Colts need to go all in on that guy. Now, looking at a strong safety option here, uh, Tony Jefferson out of Arizona, another guy. Granted, a lot of these guys out of Arizona, so one of them's going to be open because they simply can't sign all of them. Uh, 96 tackles on the season, no picks, but two sacks, four QB hits, two forced fumbles, played in 15 games. Again, that's another thing I'm looking for. I want to see guys who play a lot. Um, 24 years old, really a solid guy, like I said, Good coverage, good tackler, uh, still young, 
can grow. We need youth in the back end, especially. Uh, I think that he's a guy that the Colts could look at. Now, there's another guy here that may surprise a couple of you, but uh, DJ Swearinger out of Arizona also. He may be the guy to hit the market and may be the guy who actually ends up getting uh, you know, a lot of, uh, of the attention. But I personally think that Jefferson would be the better pick in that, in that regard. He had three interceptions, Swearinger did, but I think he's overrated. I'm not a big fan of him. Um, but, you know, it, it's just one of those things. It's, it's, it's your uh, kind of a pick-your-poison type deal. There's a few other guys on there that uh, could be possibilities. I'm just not huge fans of them, but those are kind of my guys uh, for this uh, at this moment. So uh, Now, defensive end I don't think is a huge need at this point. I think that they've kind of got – the defensive ends that they need in there. Henry Anderson, he can kind of slide into also to like a three or four tech. Arthur Jones, we don't know if he's going to be there or not. But some guys to keep your eyes on here, if they do, if they are cheap enough and they do uh, present uh, an opportunity to get them in the building, William Golston, he's 25 out of Tampa Bay. His stock has gone up crazy. He had four sacks, eight QB hits, uh, 50 tackles on the season. That's, you know, pretty nice for a defensive end. Also, Andre Branch. Um, I'm not a fan of Andre Branch. I watched him too many years in Jacksonville, and he just looked like a, a guy out of his realm. But he looked pretty good this year in Miami. Uh, six sacks, 13 QB hits, a couple forced fumbles as well. He's only 27. One of those guys, you know, maybe keep your eye on, but I'm not too worried about him. Another One of the guys that I think is going to fall under the radar that I think I hear him get talked about a little bit, but not a ton, Jabal Sheard, 27 years old, five sacks, nine QB hits. Uh, on the season just this guy is a ball player one of those guys you heard us talking about it the other night we want guys who can play football Jabal Sheard is a pure football player not a pure defensive end not a pure edge rusher not this or that that guy just flat out plays football I want those guys on my team Jabal Sheard especially with his tutelage in New England I want that kind of a guy on my team um, when we look at uh defensive tackle Brandon Williams is going to be an expensive guy out of Baltimore I don't think the Colts are going to be able to ha uh, to to grab him but if they can save some money other ways and other places I think he's a guy that they could possibly uh, bring in he's 27 51 tackles on the season only a sack and two QB hits but that you know you don't get a ton of that from your defensive tackles especially in Indianapolis that's not their role so much but look at another guy here Jonathan Hankins Really good run stopper out of New York uh, for the Giants. He's going to be kind of expensive. He's played in a really good system this year, and he's been really productive. Three sacks, 10 QB hits. But the guy is uh, kind of the, the tale of both worlds here. He can both rush the passer and play against the run. He's very good against both. Still 25 years old. He's going to be expensive, though, as well. Maybe not quite as expensive as Williams, but he's going to have he's going to be a couple bucks. One of the guys that I think is just completely under the radar now. This is one of the guys that the closest thing that I've gotten to thirty is Nick Fairley, twenty eight years old. I know he's on his third team in New Orleans. Put all that out of your brain. That means absolutely nothing. And let me tell you why: seven sacks, twenty two QB hits. The Colts D line this year didn't hit the quarterback twenty two times combined. Nick Fairley is a guy who can play nose tackle. He's not a pure nose tackle. He can roll out to a two to three technique anywhere you need him around 
uh, that defensive line. He would be a guy. He is a brute. He's a absolute football player, like we talked about. That's his deal. Uh, I think he'd be kind of cheap, man. I mean, I'd really like to have him on my team. I, I, I just think that he's a guy that could possibly, you know, make a, a real difference in uh, in what the Colts do this year. So that's kind of the guys that I'm thinking about on the defense. Now, running back wise, Le'Veon Bell's already getting sewn up. He's not going anywhere. He's staying in Pittsburgh. Uh, Legarrette Blunt's out there. He's 30. No thanks. Who do I want? Christine Michaels looking good in Green Bay last week. He hasn't done anything consistent. Uh, but the guy that I'm looking for is Latavius Murray out of Oakland. 25 years old, almost 800 rushing yards, about 270 receiving yards, uh, 12 rushing touchdowns. Uh, has a couple fumbles this year, but Latavius Murray and Frank Gore or Latavius Murray and Robert Turbin in the Colts' backfield would open up so much. I mean, the Colts need that second-level kind of guy, and Latavius Murray is that second-level cut kind of guy. I think that he would bring a ton to that backfield. He would be – I think he's one of these guys that might get slightly overpaid. He's somewhere in the range of about 3 to $4 million dollars. Um, I think he could, you know, depending on the market for him and who's really going after him, uh, I think he could get up to as much as five a year. I hope that he doesn't, and I hope the Colts could scoop him up. He would really enjoy playing, I think, inside, you know, on the turf in Indianapolis. But that basically at running back, that's the guy I want, period. I mean, unless that you think Eddie Lacy would be worth it, 26 years old he'd be expensive he's not getting paid much right now but his market value is still going to be there you know unless he doesn't last unless he just gets picky and doesn't sign anywhere um maybe Eddie Lacy's overrated a little bit that's possible but you know Christine Michael he would be uh, a nice backup backup plan but I think the Colts are just a bit about better off just grabbing Turbin rolling with Jordan Todman as their third guy who can play special teams but if they can get Latavius Murray, everything else is out the door. It doesn't make a difference. You take Latavius Murray in a heartbeat if if it's me, and and you do what you got to do. I, I don't think that there's any any two ways around that. Wide receiver, there's a few guys here that fall in this range. Terrell Pryor in Cleveland, he's interesting, but you just hear so much about what a jerk he is and everything. I don't want that in the Colts locker room. Um, maybe that's overstated a little bit as far as uh, you know, uh, dueling personalities, so to speak, but I don't think it is. You don't want a guy who's pissing people off in the locker room all the time or anything like that. If his teammates love him and he's just a jerk to the oppo- uh, opposition, whatever, I couldn't care less, as long as he's not costing the team any flags. You know, I don't, we don't need anybody like that. We don't need a Terrell Owens uh, attitude on the team. You know, if he wants to produce like Terrell Owens and have the attitude, we may have to let that slide, but uh, otherwise, no thanks. Uh, another guy here who is uh, 24 years old, 726 yards, 17 yards a catch, nine scores on the season, Kenny Stills out of Miami. He's going to probably be one of those guys who gets overpaid. If he doesn't, I think the Colts need to really – put a hurting on him I just can't trust right now that Moncrief's going to stay healthy I think that Stills is very similar to a Moncrief um you you know skill set could be debatable back and forth but he's built similar to him he's got the speed he's a good hands catcher uh I 
I want a, a guy like that on my team. Uh, also, Robert Woods, he's 24. For some reason, he's going to be expensive out of Buffalo. But they need one of these younger guys if they're going to get anybody. Uh, otherwise, I think that you know, pretty much what they've got is is okay. But we really need uh, Dorsett to step up and and play to his uh, complete and total ceiling. Because if he doesn't, the Colts are absolutely screwed, and that's not going to help anything at all. Because we can't go back and forth uh, to and from. You know, all these guys. It's just not. It's just not working. Now, uh, uh, other than that, as far as like offensive linemen and stuff, I I think that the Colts could use one more guy, uh, whether they want to do it now or somewhere in the draft. You know, I'm kind of on the fence about that. But I personally don't have a great grasp on ranking a lot of these guys because I don't know a ton about them. But I'll give you some guys that are in that mid twenties range. Uh, what when you can kind of think about them, what you want to think about them. Uh, Luke Jokel's 25 out of Jacksonville. Chance Warmack, 25 out of Tennessee. Ron Leary, 27 out of Dallas. Kevin Zietler, 26 out of Cincinnati. Tim Lolito, 27 out of New Orleans. Austin Pastor, 26 out of Cleveland. And Eric Cush, 27 out of Chicago. I, you know, uh, Larry Warford out of Detroit, he's 25. There's a few other guys, but they've also got Hugh Thornton sitting on IR or was sitting on IR this year. If they really just want another body, I think they should just sign him for the you know the league minimum and, and kind of move on. I guess that's like guard, but I, if you know you want um, a tackle or if you're looking for for that kind of a guy to bring in, you've got Mike Remmers uh, out of Carolina, Byron Bell out of Tennessee, both 27, Jordan Mills 26 out of Buffalo, uh, and, and there's really just uh, Earl Watford 26 out of Arizona. There's a few guys on here. Uh, Ricky Wagner, 27 out of Baltimore. They're, they're like I said, I don't know a ton about those guys, but that's the age range we're looking for. And these guys hopefully are looking at them on tape and seeing what they can do, and hopefully that they're uh, some quality linemen. If that's the case, um, otherwise I would almost prefer that they just took a guy. And I don't want a project either. Uh, I don't want a lineman in the first few rounds. But if they can get a guy who's just sitting there, who's a really quality, technical, uh, right tackle, uh, I think that they take him, or left tackle for that matter. Um, They really need a solid guy that's going to be able to back up Costanzo for the next few years. He's been largely healthy. We don't know how long that's going to last. You know, a lot of people want to talk down about Costanzo. Uh, but let me tell you, if, if he wasn't on this offensive line, it would have been even worse and considerably worse uh, had he not been on this team. So uh, always consider that when you're talking about the, the quality of the offensive line. It's not great. He's had bad games, no doubt, but that would be absolute garbage trash on the left side if uh, Costanzo wasn't there a lot of the time. So, so now with all of that, here's the guys that I want the Colts to bring in. This is a, a wish list almost. Uh, Melvin Ingram, outside linebacker, Zach Brown at inside linebacker, A.J. Boye at corner, Nick Fairley at defensive tackle, Latavius Murray at running back. If I could bring in the right amount of people and the right for the right amount of money, that's what I would bring in. That would bring us into about $34 million, uh, of that $59-plus that the Colts have available. That 
I think is a pretty damn good pull in free agency, and they can do quite a bit more than that uh, through the draft. But like I said, the Colts only have seven plus maybe eight picks. Uh, they can't redo everything with that, so they've got to pull in some guys they've already got on staff, and they got to bring in some quality guys. If they could only bring in three of those guys, give me Bouye, Zach Brown, and Melvin Ingram. Other than that, I'll live without the rest because defensive line to me is uh, a, a process here. They've got some guys working it in, and running back isn't nearly the need that some people apparently think that it is. So, uh, and that would be uh, right around twenty-six million for all those guys, and that's kind of low ball for the most part. So, uh, maybe twenty-seven to twenty-eight total. But that's what I got for my. Uh, ideal free agency poll. Uh, thank you guys for joining me. If you guys have any questions about any of this stuff, feel free to hit me up at Locked On Colts on Twitter, M. Danley NFL on Twitter, Locked On Colts on Facebook, Locked On Colts Pod at gmail.com. And if any of you out there want to sponsor the show, hit me up via the email. Uh, always looking for uh, new sponsors, new quality sponsors that, uh, that I believe in to uh, bring them on the show here. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, make sure you subscribe. And uh, rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Only takes a couple minutes. If you guys like the show, love the show, please go on there and, and say so. It helps a great deal, and I'd really appreciate it. So thank you guys for stopping by with me today. And that's it for the week. So thank you, and we will talk again next week right here on Locked on Colts. You are Locked on Colts, your daily podcast on the Indianapolis Colts, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.